Sir David Attenborough was an English broadcaster, biologist, natural historian, and author. He once noted, Reptiles and amphibians are sometimes thought of as primitive, dull, and dim-witted. In fact, of course, they can be lethally fast, spectacularly beautiful, surprisingly affectionate, and very sophisticated. Well, I don't think that reptiles in my life have ever been or ever will be lethally fast, but I definitely do see beauty in them. This is episode number 48, and Judy and I are talking about pet memories. My legacy writing is called Snakes and Piggies and Dragons, Oh My! We discuss my short-lived pet snake experience and our current family member, a bearded dragon named Rosemeyer. We also get into the fun we have when writing about an experience, and our sister remembers the same event very differently. Welcome. This is the Sidetracked Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So grab a notebook, journal, or laptop and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Judy. Hi, Lisa. How are you? So, I'm doing really, really well. So is Good. Aubrey off dancing tonight? She is. I took her Fabulous. and... Um, yeah, she's as she, as she jumped out of the car, she said, oh, by the way, mom, I need new point shoes. And I was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> now's a good time to tell me, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, point shoes, they are like disgustingly expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as you dance, you need, um, you know, multiple pairs of these per year. If you're a professional dancer, literally you go through a pair a week, a day. I mean, it's, it's really nasty. It's really oh unbelievable. Yes. Well, she's becoming pretty accomplished, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fun, but she That's doesn't cool. like point very much. So it hurts. It does. It I'm does. told it really hurts. So anyway, but uh, it's okay. pretty, <laughs> it's very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very lovely. Mm. So Lisa, I am wanting to be a good host and get us back on track. So okay. tell me what we're talking about pets and we all have chosen to talk about other than dogs which are our primary exactly. pets somewhere between children and other pets right exactly so what's the name <laughs> of your writing ah <laughs> uh, so my uh, my legacy writing is called snakes and piggies and dragons oh my <laughs> snakes and pig- okay well i'm just kind of chomping at the bit here let's hear it okay 
1971, spring. I was in first grade. We actually had a long enough lunchtime that students could go home midday to eat before returning for afternoon classes. On this sunny noontime, I was crossing the mowed lot across adjacent to our home. Walking through the mowed weeds, I saw little gardens, gar uh, they're not garden snakes. I call them garden snakes, but they're Garter snakes. Garter snakes. Yes, little garter snakes slithering away from my feet. I quickly grabbed one in each hand and brought them home. Going into the house through the garage, I saw a big cardboard box sitting on the garbage cans. Perfect spot to save my snakes for later. On the way back to school after lunch, I checked on my new pets, and they were both happily slithering around the bottom of their new home. Once school was out, I anxiously walked home. I was excited about playing with Sammy and Slinky. As I came around the corner, however, I saw several neighbors congregating at my house in the garage. As I came up the driveway, my mom, a man who lived across the street, had my babies. He walked to the side field and threw them to freedom. You see, unfortunately, my mom had come out of the house and absently walked toward her car. As she looked up, she was eye to eye with a snake perched on the edge of a large cardboard box atop the garbage cans. Her subsequent blood-curdling screams brought neighbors running from nearby. They were the first and last, they were my first and last pet snakes. But they weren't the end of my passion for all creatures. Over the years, I've had hamsters, parakeets, ferrets, dogs, and cats. When I had children, I waited expectantly for the first pet request. I waited and waited. Luca never did ask for a pet. Caden finally asked for a hamster when he was in middle school. Yes. Aubrey wanted a guinea pig in third grade. Yes. I love that piggy so much that I knew she needed a friend. Two piggies. Cute overload. Then she became obsessed with the idea of a bearded dragon. Now, this is not fluffy or purry or cute. I couldn't wait to get it for her, though. I have, have I mentioned yet that dragons live around 15 years? <laughs> Aubrey named her Rosemeyer. Last year, we thought she was dying. Lethargic, not eating, dark black beard. A $90 vet bill revealed that she was a bit dehydrated and very pissed about ovulating. She was a year old and she was now mature. Great. <laughs> I think I've finally fulfilled my need for small non-canine or feline pets. Here on, no more slithering, crawling, flying, or swimming. I don't think I'll ever get tired of pets that give as much as they receive. But bearded dragons, they don't give a whole lot. And my husband would rather run a grass snake over with a lawnmower before he'd have it in the house. A snake on the end of a box in the garage would probably be the end of him or our marriage. Truly. <laughs> I mean, he would, he would. Yeah. I, I, I think he'd die before if he saw, if, if he came face to face with it, like mom did, he would freak. Okay. <laughs> oh, great writing, Lisa. I have a question. When I did my writing the other day, you asked me why hamsters? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'd like to bring up the question of Lisa, why snakes? Because they were there. <laughs> That's as simple as that. They were there. They were in the yard. They were fun. They were, they were there. They were free. And um, yeah, 
I mean, there was one time I found a, a salamander and I kept him in a box outside underneath a bush because I knew mother would not let me let him in the house. I only kept him for a couple of days and then released him again. Um, I've had toads, same thing, mm-hmm. kept him in a box for a couple of days and outside under a bush and uh, then released him again. But yeah, convenience is it's half the battle, I think. <laughs> well, so. and um, I guess possibly that wasn't one explanation I thought of for the hamsters, <laughs> but it probably fits, you know, it's it very fit. convenient and, when somebody you hands know, you a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. I mean, now living out in the country, we actually have um, a drainage tile, which is a black holy tube that goes underground that mm-hmm. our, drain, our downspouts feed into and where it pokes up. In the spring, you'll see all these little snakeheads sticking out of it. And um, <laughs> I mean, in my gardens, there are snakes all the time. So we, we have lots of snakes around here. And um, oh, I'll pick one up every once in a while and uh, chase Craig around the yard with it. And um, <laughs> he doesn't appreciate Lucky that. Craig, I'm sure he's just thrilled to death What's about really that. cool is one time I, I, I got a snake and you could see the outline of a frog in him. Oh my goodness. That you could see like what? where the, where the feet were and the front paws or what do they call front feet of a frog? Frog legs. Front legs of the yes. frog. Well, you could see more uh, of a, the outline. You could see like where the legs would have been then the belly and then the back legs. So it wasn't well defined, oh, but you could been, see it was cool. Really must cool. Have been fascinating. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I couldn't even get into doing that, but maybe not. And I mean, the, the snakes around here, they're, I mean, you see them regularly there in the garden and they're just, you know, sunning themselves and we have the rocks up in the front and they they live in there. Um, so yeah, they're fun. They're, I mean, but I, I mean, I, I'm never, never tempted on bringing them in the house. <laughs> No, no, and, not and so much. I don't even think the snakes that were in the box in your garage were coming in the house, were they? I don't think they were either. No, no, no. no. But what did you think when the guy picked him up and flew him into the into the field? You know, I wasn't surprised. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I came around the corner and and pretty much immediately put two and two together and figured out what had happened. I mean, <laughs> mother was all I remember is is hysterical. I mean, she must have really screamed because this was a new development and the neighbors were not like right next door. They were like <laughs> across the street and down a little bit. So, yeah, I they think she thought she was getting attacked. Or exactly. Something. Yes. Oh yes. She gosh, literally had a practically went catatonic. I mean, as you can only imagine, because when we shared this the other night, it was pretty vivid for her still. And she really got, you know, all uppity about it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's she remembered the event. To describe it. Yeah, uppity. Uppity. I like it. Okay, other than the snakes, what was the most, well, and Rosemeyer, I mean, Rosemeyer is, <laughs> is, is so cool because she's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, how much, tell me how much she's, how, how much has she grown over the time you've had her? Well, you know, we actually hadn't necessarily wanted one that was real little. She was probably maybe five inches when we first got her because the Uh smaller and younger they are, the more fragile they are. Um, But now she's, she's 12 inches long Mm -hmm. and she's a mature female dragon. And, you know, she's got a personality and we know how to take care of her and the, the special lighting and, you know, heat requirements. And you have to, 
to um, soak her, you know, once or twice a week. And she eats um, mealworms and she loves strawberries, um, carrots, lettuce. You have to soak her. So does yeah. she have her own little pool where you no, soak her? No, we just or? put her in the in the sink for half hour, you know, a couple times a week. But um, you don't put water in their cages. They don't drink water out of a, a container. They will, when they're being soaked, um, drink some sometimes. But overall, they, they absorb most of their water through their skin. And so um, is that how she became dehydrated because you hadn't been soaking her? I had been soaking her because that's one of the oh. things it's like, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It's like, you're, ser you're seriously, she's, de <laughs> she's just pissed about ovulating. I mean, really, that's all it was. Oh, and, but she so was really, I mean, it was dramatic how lethargic she was and her black mm -hmm. beard, you know, the, on her chin area. Um, yeah, she was not happy. She was not a happy dragon. And um, I mean, Aubrey picked her up and she barely moved her head hung. I mean, it was pretty scary. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, mm -hmm. that's a lot of expression for something that seems as impersonal as a, a bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when, one of the things that makes them so easy to have as a pet. I mean, they, they, the only time they really move is when they're eating. They're pretty, I mean, they'll, they'll sit on your shoulder. They'll read a book with you. Um, they don't poop a lot. They poop maybe once every other day, maybe. I mean, she likes to poop when she's being soaked. Um, yeah, they don't. That's a good place to poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In um, your kitchen sink. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. they, um, they do burmate. So, um, and that can last for a couple of months, actually, which is a kind of hibernation. Once the temperature changes in the fall into the winter, um, they like her hammock, she goes underneath the hammock instead of sitting in the hammock. And um, then for several weeks, she will put a box in there and she goes in the box and she pretty much doesn't move. She doesn't come really? out. Really? Yep. And so you can uh, actually, you don't have to turn the lights on or anything when she's burmating. And when you want her to come out of burmating, then you got to raise the temperature. And, um, and then it, it just it takes a week or so. And then she's back to her old self again, which is so not why, real active anyway. So it's not, I was going to say, a I think difference, but the most um, active I've seen Rosemeyer is when we're at the cottage up in Door <laughs> County. So tell <laughs> one of those stories. Okay. So we don't have a, a beardy babysitter. And so we just put her in a, in a, um, in a shoebox, and she comes up to Door County with us. And, and I, on, on our um, website, on the blog, I have a picture of her on the dashboard of the car because she likes to sun herself and, um, and drive in the car um, in the bright sun on the dash. And oh, uh, I'm funny. sure it looks rather strange if you would, you know, be a truck driver driving next to us to see a lizard <laughs> sitting on the, we have a, a, a um, like a, a kitchen towel and then, mm -hmm. yeah, beardy on top of it. <laughs> and yeah, we take her up there. We've got a little cage. And um, you know, one of the things I like to do is I, I have a, a, a beanie bag that has like peach pits in it that we'll put in the mm -hmm. microwave for a couple of minutes. And then I'll wrap a, um, uh, a hand towel around it and put it in a window somewhere. And she likes to sit in the windowsill and kind of look out at the world and catch some rays. And lay on her beanie thing. Yes, which is nice and yes. warm. Yes. Well, I was thinking more about some of the adventures we've had when suddenly out of the corner of your eye, you see something 
kind of running sort of fast across the yeah. living room floor. Isn't she that does look a time or two. As a matter of fact, right now she's among the missing. Um, she um, will, I, I take her out and like today, I mean, she has her favorite hiding places. And so you just go to those favorite hiding places and usually you find her. Now, a couple nights ago, Craig was like, where's Beard? Where, where's Rosemeyer? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she, and she actually ended up behind the, the armoire here because the next morning she just is like sitting on the floor looking at you the next morning. It's like, um, here. <laughs> oh, you go, oh, hysterical. there you are. And she's kind of cold, you know, because they don't have a, I mean, she's, you know, the, the room temperature, they don't like being uh, 68 degrees. They prefer 110. And right. so they're not relaxed. Sun lamp and stuff in her case, yes, isn't she? Exactly. Yeah. And okay. so they're, once she, she goes into, um, she has a favorite place. She likes to be under my bookshelf, the corner of my bookshelf in my bedroom. And she just kind of pancakes there. And um, so she'll, she'll sleep there all night if I let her which she has happened once. Um, she also likes being on the bathroom floor because it's a heated floor. Um, it's <laughs> just kind of crazy. Um, now I don't, I mean, she's not going to be out like that when we, when it's summertime, because right. if, if she went outside, she wouldn't, she wouldn't come back. <laughs> she wouldn't so, probably survive. Outside. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We've had horror stories about other pets that have yeah, gone away. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Here's another question. You asked me why hamsters. Mm -hmm. I asked you why snakes. I guess my next question is, why in the world a bearded dragon? <laughs> because Aubrey's dance teacher has a bearded dragon. And oh, she posts yeah. pictures of her bearded dragon. And, you know, if you want to have a cute picture, you can pose a bearded dragon with a hat. And, you know, you can put angel wings on them. <laughs> you can dress them up. And guess what? They don't move. They won't move. <laughs> So, you know, you can, you can pose it with a birthday hat with a little, like a Barbie cake and, and, and things like that. And they'll sit there and let you take pictures of them all day. And oh, so it's pretty stitch. silly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What a stitch. Yeah. Cause they're definitely not snuggly. Well, I mean, they, she seems pretty affectionate mm -hmm. toward. She toward likes to Aubrey. go underneath your hair because it's nice and warm on the nape of your neck. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, they like to, to have attention. They like to get out of their cage. Um, you know, I don't, I, I mean, it's fun and it's interesting. It's a learning experience. Um, the, one of the, well, the, the interesting things is, you know, her, her shedding when she sheds her skin. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, one time Aubrey freaked out because <laughs> they do what's called popping their eyes. Um, because the, the, the skin around their eyes, they push their eyes to loosen up the skin on their face. And when the skin oh. comes off, literally that you can tell the part that comes off their nose because it has little nostril, it, it goes into oh. their nostrils and How it's like fascinating, it's crazy. You um, need to take pictures. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, that was when she was just a baby. She was, you know, yeah. shedding regularly. Um, lately she's just, you know, shed like a, like her belly is a little, um, kind of, uh, opaque looking kind of milky looking. And then you'll uh -huh. know that old skin that's going to be coming off. And, um, yeah, so it's, I mean, I'm learning stuff and you, I mean, I'd never heard of Burmation. I mean, there is a learning curve about taking care of them. And, um, yeah, the fact that she lives, she's going to live 15 years. That's rather significant. How are we That's doing so far? How she's, many years? Um, she's almost 
two. She almost two. Almost two. Yes. So you have 13 to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have 13 to go. She's By not which mine. time your daughter will be 25. <laughs> if yeah. I'm doing the math correctly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but I mean, I mean, as I, as I said, I couldn't wait for my kids to have pets. I mean, and Luca, the oldest child never asked for a pet. I mean, oh, he did. Um, when, 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 um, when Eli died, we waited, I think it was 16 months before we got our oh. next golden retriever. And uh-huh. I mean, he did everything you know, trying to get us to get another dog. Um, mm-hmm. He played a piano song, you know, I want a dog. And he wrote things in school about wanting a dog and super important. And we had, a, we had one or two cats at the time, but no dogs. And, uh-huh. you know, sometimes when you're, when a dog passes, especially one that was, I think she was 16 when she was passed, Oh, you, she was so special. Oh, I mean, I just, I needed some time to mourn. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, so, and Craig had just gotten back from his deployment um, in Afghanistan or Iraq or one of those two. And um, yeah, so we took a little break and then we got Huey and she mm-hmm. was a golden retriever. And, um, but yeah, anyway, so the kids. Oh, so Luca never wanted any critters and Caden, he waited until he was like a middle school. And then he had, I think two hamsters. He had one passed away, got another one. Um, and Aubrey, she's liked a, a variety of things. She, she liked the piggies. Oh, she did have mm-hmm. a hamster one. She had one hamster. Then she got a piggy and I fell in love with the piggy. Oh uh-huh. my God, our piggy's wonderful. I mean, um, tell me more. Why are they wonderful? Oh. I mean, because they're, they're, they're big. So they're not Mm -hmm. as fragile as like a hamster or a mouse or something like that. And they, they just sit there. They really, (laughs) really don't do much except look, you know, look cute. And so if I want to be wonderful in your eyes, I have to just sit there and look cute. (laughs) I mean, you put a little, a little towel in your lap because they do, you know, they do their bathroom. Yes. When Mm -hmm. they feel like it. And, um, then they just sit there and they, they squeak and, and they purr and they, you, they take pets. That's what they do. They purr. Yeah. I don't, oh, I think I have heard the piggies purr. And they popcorn when they're happy. They, they popcorn. They, um, they jump. They pop around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. <gasps> oh, they remind me. That reminds me of what were those little those little creatures that if you got water on them, they turned aggressive in the movie. What were those? Tri- um, tri- no, tribbles. No, those are gremlins. You're thinking gremlins. Gremlins. gremlins yes. yes. And you couldn't get water on them because if they got wet, they got mean, Evil. right? Mm-hmm. Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember the first time I saw that movie, I didn't understand what the devil was going on. And so I didn't watch that as an adult and just appreciate it. So, so what's next? What's your next uh, um, adventure into parenthood? None, none. none? Okay. I mean, I love golden retrievers. I love dogs. If anything, you know, I could do, I, I, I've been intrigued by um, like um, rescuing um, senior golden retrievers. I think that would be sweet. Mm -hmm. You know, I agree. There's nothing as wonderfully sweet as a semi-retired 
golden retriever. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so kind and so sensitive and, yeah. you know, they, they really, they really know how to show unconditional love. I think yep. that's a real huge thing with them. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, we've experimented, haven't we? <laughs> we have. We've, yes, yeah. we have. And I think <laughs> if you took all experiences together, we could drive the, any mom nuts. <laughs> Well, but that's, I mean, when I was a kid, I always thought I wanted to have like a hobby farm because I Mm -hmm. always thought it'd be wonderful to have kids and dogs and cats and critters and, you know, have all the things. It was always my dream. I thought that would be awesome. I think my mother stopped allowing me to have anything when I went down to uh, Swan City Park and I was looking for, you had, you had, how I'm trying to think how this went together. You had to be really too little to tell me, but somebody had told me that they went to Swan city park and they had uh, this fish bowl and they caught um, uh, tadpoles. So I went down and I was in the lagoon and I was catching <laughs> tadpoles. I thought, well, I brought them home and my mother said, Judy, those are the strangest looking tadpoles I've ever seen. I don't remember how old I was. I wasn't very old. And um, she finally took the um, bowl and turned it upside down in the sink. I had a sink full of like suckers or leeches, blood suckers kind of thing. Oh, no. She said, Judy, how in the world could you ever mistake these for tadpoles and I said well I didn't know what a tadpole was but everybody was at the park and catching them and oh yeah not not the brightest bulb on the tree I guess huh (laughs) well I mean I do have tadpoles outside um in our in our pond Craig was up in um up in northern Wisconsin and got me um he had a five gallon bucket and he'd run into the pond and he'd scoop and he'd get a couple of of big tadpoles and they're um American bullfrogs Oh, wow. And uh, so when all the peepers and stuff around here are singing, um, my frogs in my pond don't sing. They go. (laughs) 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 I love that sound. When I used to go to Mm -hmm. camp, we'd have bullfrogs and Mm -hmm. that sound was just wonderful. I loved it. I loved it. That's amazing. Well, Lisa, if we're not going to have any more pets, what are we going to write about for excitement? <laughs> I'm sure we can figure something out. Sure <laughs> yeah, can. I think, you know, my 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 critter time is over. I mean, it was definitely uh, <sighs> it was fun. And, and Rosemary will be with us for a while. So I, mean, I was going to say she's she's going to be around for a while. Yeah. And um, but, I'm sure uh, that uh, Aubrey will bring her home to roost from time sure to time. She will. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Michelle did in her story. She took her hamster with her up to college and, you know, it was the demise of her hamster, actually. Yes. But well, don't give away the secret because that story <laughs> is just now being broadcast. Published. So exactly. I invite everyone to hear the story of Houdini, the yes. hamster. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's something I want to mention is um, all of our pets are on our blog. So if you're wondering what a bearded dragon looks like in the dashboard of a car or on the dashboard of a car, check out my writing at sidetracksisters.com and you can see our critters there. I think we've all put pictures of um, what we're talking about in our stories and our writing. And um, that's kind of fun to see the actual ones. <laughs> you know, what I was thinking about the other day is I was thinking, you know, there's, there's seven days in the week and there's four mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. So we each publish once a week. Yep. And I was thinking like maybe Wednesdays or pick a day or whatever, 
I would just love for you to host a program with someone else's writing about maybe mm. one of our topics that we're doing. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're inspired to write or give it a try or whatever, that's a great go for idea, it. And Judy. Just put a little, yeah, put a little note in, in yeah. our uh, Facebook uh, page and, and we can get a hold of you and, and make that happen, couldn't we? Judy, that is an awesome idea. That would be so yeah. much fun. Yes. Wouldn't it yes. be great? Yeah, it'd be fun to add those to the um, uh, to the, the fun of our stories and, you know, have somebody say, well, that reminds me of something I went through, you know? Well, I mean, that's really the goal of this. We we're, we're wanting to inspire other women to, to get your stories down because this is fun. It's and and two, it's not only the getting down the stories, which is super important, but the secondary goal is just the fun that we have together. The four of us, you know, Mm -hmm. making a commitment to doing this together and writing and then sharing and laughing and arguing, um, about, about those memories. Oh, that reminds me what I was listening. To, I don't know how, how we're doing for time, but real quick, I was listening to the podcast that you and your mother did. I believe it was on Monday morning. Okay. And there was a fact about where the snakes, let me think about this. Was it the snakes? No, no, it was uh, what did you have that escaped and uh, you found newt. it out in the lawn? Your newt, your yes. newt, you found out in the lawn, and yes. and you you said it, the newt was on North Street, and s- your mother said no, it was on Cherokee Road. No, or was I it said it was on lawn? Cherokee Road. She said it was on North Street. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. But you two actually bickered. <laughs> I loved it. You bickered. And I thought, Oh, don't you ever that's the pot calling the kettle. (laughs) Well, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, definitely, it was I remember where it where it was on Mm -hmm. the in the side yard on Cherokee Road. Now, as she's talking about it, I can imagine it her way too. So Isn't that I'm not 100% sure anymore where it was. I was 100% sure, but now mm-hmm. I can imagine it both ways. Bingo. Mm-hmm. I sure understand how that feels. Cause that's exactly the feeling you get is mm-hmm. I know this is the way it happened. And then the yeah. person starts for, telling their for side years. Like, I'm thinking ah. I can imagine the side yard where I was mowing the lawn and I mean, the picture I have in my mind is on the Cherokee roadhouse and she was definitely not. She, and, and what she's saying is, you know, I mean, I mean, I realized that that how the, the newt could have gotten in the house I'm imagining from where it was in my bedroom to where I saw it in the yard would have been near to impossible. But that was the point is how did it get there? It was impossible right. where if we were at the North Street house, it would be much more understandable how it got there. Right. Right, okay, exactly. that would have made sense, but it was that shock <laughs> of how could this cre- critter, critter, could this creature have actually gotten from my bedroom to this place? It would be impossible, and that's would have been the Cherokee Roadhouse. Well, and I don't even really care where the <laughs> we were bickering, was, but but it was so refreshing because you know I, I listen to these things in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, and I howl because they're funny to me, and I'm curious to find out if other people find them funny. So I'd love to hear that. But when I heard the two of you saying, no, no, no. And she bet you a hundred dollars. I think that she was right. Like we're ever going to be able to I mean, you're not going to be able to prove no, it. Of course not. Of course that not. Newt's been said and gone for a good long time. So <laughs> long time. 
<laughs> well, Lisa, this has been so much fun. I, awesome. I think we, we always have a great time. We so. do. That's the joy of this. This is great. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It was on. fun talking to you. Fun. There's that word. I only used it once this time. Did you? Yeah. 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 It's a little contagious. <laughs> fun. Because uh, it is pretty fun. So anyway, cool. Thank you for allowing me to lead you through the life and <laughs> adventures of your critters. Snakes and piggies and dragons snakes and piggies and dragons oh, oh my okay. oh my <laughs> okay love you judy we'll talk to you later you okay bye-bye bye honey bye-bye and before we call it a wrap i just want to say that i would absolutely love to hear from you if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast just go to the sidetrack sisters page or the sidetrack legacies group on facebook we would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care. <laughs>